Do you believe the children are the future? Tune in. Tune into the American dream. Throw the fist up one time for the team. 17 band is about to make it 18. Threes up, C's up, rep if you bleed green. Two J's on them. You know the game ain't the same. Play dumb, I'ma get smart on them. Man to man, two, three, a three, two zone. It really don't matter when we send that ass home. shot, don't freeze. We move the ball on the court with ease. Turn your radios on the TVs. Relax, kick back, tune in to see breeze. Game on the line, last shot, don't freeze. We move the ball on the court with ease. Turn your radios on the TVs. Relax, kick back, tune in to see breeze. It's Celtic Talk time. Queen, what's going on? What's going on? I don't know. It looks like you got something you want to get off your chest real quick. I believe the children are our future. What? Teach them well and let them lead the way. Lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess they inside. Possess inside. Sexual chocolate and Whitney Houston. Yes, they good. <laughs> they are good, 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 good. What's going on? Are you doing well in this heat, man, up north? Uh, I'm literally melting, literally melting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you from the, from the from the eyes. What's going on? What's going on? I, I, I'm doing good. You know, I'm just trying to hang in there. Got shows tonight. Got to play out in the heat. It's supposed to be like 95 degrees with severe thunderstorms in the area. So we're gonna see what happens. Uh, if there is no live performance tonight, then I'll be on with my man God Beats. We'll be doing a movie review. I think. Oh, snap. What's the review tonight? <laughs> Yo, do you remember the movie Hollywood Shuffle? Yes. Classic. <laughs> that, that movie is a classic. Robert classic. Townsend, that was that was a classic movie. It really classic. was. Classic. So uh shout out to God Beats. He's tuning in right now. What's going on, fam? But um, no, yeah, that's what we're gonna be doing tonight. So hopefully uh there won't be a live performance and we'll be on doing that. If not, if Anthony can stay up, we'll do it a little bit later than we are. <laughs> Lucky where we are. <laughs> <laughs> I love this dude, yo. <laughs> That means he didn't watch the movie. He hit me up earlier this week. He's like, yo, watch the movie. <laughs> Guys, welcome to Celtics Talk Time on the Sea Breeze Podcast, man. I'm your host, Wayne Breezy. She's your host, Queen. I just like calling you the queen, you know? Uh, uh, and so, look, not much going on in Celtics world, but there are some things we definitely want to talk about on today. And we're going to, this episode is dedicated to the children of the future, not the children of the corn, but the children <laughs> of the future. Did you ever see the movie Children of the Corn? I can't stand that movie. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's bad. too much. My bad, bro. Hey, I just, you, you put me, wait, he puts me on blast every time. Whenever I do something that I said yeah. I was going to do and I don't do it, he puts yeah. me on blast. He definitely <laughs> makes sure I'm on blast. So it's payback. Um, I neither confirm or deny if I saw the movie. My bad. My bad, bro. But no, nah, man, it's it's good to be here. Oh, man. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about... Look, here's the first thing I want to discuss with you. Now, I, and I want to know your true, deep down, emotional feelings when I post this, right? Here we go. Bam. These are the Celtics, oh <laughs> former Celtic players that are in the NBA Finals right now. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm still mad that Abdel Nader has a potential of getting a goal, 
a championship ring before Jason Tatum. I was mad about that. That was my next question to you. Right. Who and do you? Yeah. Which player? <laughs> and you already named it. You said Nader, right? And so, yeah. so, so, I. But I'm a. I'm a. Remember when the Celtics drafted Etwan Moore? I think that's his name. I know his last name is Moore. That's number 55. He's, he's on the Suns right now. I don't even know who that dude was. <laughs> Listen, this must be before you became like a diehard Celtics fan. Let me it tell must you, be. <laughs> he has become like a, le- a legit three-point shooter, right? But he could not hit the side of a barn when he was a Celtic. That's why they got rid of him. He just, they didn't want to wait for him to develop. And so this was during the era of the big three, and he just could not add to that. Like, he, he they drafted him as a rookie. Same thing with Nader. He was supposed to be yeah. the second half of that that big three. As the big three was on their way out, he's supposed to come in, and, and now they are, they are, you know, you know who I'm most upset with? Jeff T. Can we talk go. about Jeff T? There you go. I, long, long as you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Teague, Jeff man. T, man, we couldn't get you to do nothing, brother. And you're gonna show out right now. Oh, he was God. scared. <laughs> he was scared to drive. Yeah. He was scared to shoot, which he I couldn't was, figure he, out because when he shot, they just went in. Right. It's just like he looks so awkward. I could never figure out what his problem was, and now I'm like, who is this dude? <laughs> it's like, did he want to be a Celtic? Probably because not. right, but then why sign the contract? I'm a free agent. Like, why become a Celtic if you don't want to be a Celtic? Something. <laughs> I think something happened. I think something was going on in that locker room. Uh, that they don't want to tell us. Yeah. I, like, it's it's clear something was going on in the locker room. Maybe, mm-hmm. like, you know, Coach Brad Stevens at the time, he just didn't have control of the locker room. Teague was a vet. He saw the young guys kind of, like, doing a thing. He might have yeah. found out. So, let me tell you something. Some, I'm kind of like this. Some... Mm-hmm. Older people, when they feel like they don't want to step on anybody's toes, they kind of bad that. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. You know. Yep, and yep. sometimes when I'm in the room with certain musicians, it doesn't mean like I'm I'm scared or, or nervous or whatever. I just don't want to, you know, step on somebody's toes and do what I'm supposed to, you know, do what I do. Right. So I kind of just fall back, you know, and just let them right. do their thing and. Uh, there's where I've played for different various churches where I would just be like, you know what? I'm starting to feel like I'm kind of like the odd man now and I'll just take my talents elsewhere, which is kind of what I do instead of causing the scene, trying to show that I could outplay this person. I think kind of that's where he was. We don't know. We're just speculating. We have not asked him. He's not being a guest on the show yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, (laughs) right. We don't know, but Jeff Teague is the one that really pisses me off, the, I think, yeah. the most. Yeah. And it's like, too, like, I get it, like, when you've been doing something for a long time, I mean, like, I've been singing forever, right? But then you'll sometimes get the those the new singers that'll come in that's gone to Berkeley and things like that, and they feel like they can do whatever. Okay, fine, do how you do. I just kind of just do my little thing in the back, and then you'll realize that, yeah, you've been doing it, and you may have gone to school for it, but sometimes it's not necessarily how much you studied, but how much your talent is and being able to learn how to develop that. So Jeff Teague, we know, was like, when he was on the Hawks, kind of like a Celtics killer a lot. So I was Mm. expecting that same kind of mentality. But again, you're coming in with two young stars. I mean, and Marcus Smart in itself, I'm sure, is a huge personality. So you're dealing with that. And then he didn't really have anybody else other than like Tristan, um, who probably is, I mean, we already know Tristan's already a big personality. So he just probably just couldn't really fit in 
um, maybe that's the same thing that happened with Kimba. It's kind of hard when you're looking at these two kids. And you're like, "Dag, am I going to get any shots out?" <laughs> it's crazy, so, right? Right. So you got to kind of look at it that way. So, good. I'm glad for you, though, Jeff. You know, still rooting I, for the Suns. I'm not glad. I'm not glad for him. I'm not glad at all because he a grown man, Keish. He a grown. Man. He all he had to do was come in and play a role. I feel like like players just don't want to play roles anymore. And you know, I don't know if that's. I don't know. I don't understand. I feel like they go. Wait a minute. I take that back because they go to different teams and guess what they do? They play their role. I mean, seriously, like that's every Celtic that's ever gone to somewhere else. You'll see them play with us, and we're like, we don't even know how this person even stayed on the team, blah, blah, blah. Then they'll go to another team, and you're like, this dude's a three-point sniper. What was this? <laughs> I think I saw PJ Dozier. He was playing with, who was PJ with? The, the Mavs? It might have been the Mavs. the Mavs. I think he was with the Mavs, and I'm like, where was this PJ Dozier when we <laughs> I, the bench? <laughs> I can't call it. I, I I truly can't and it's just something that just irks me but like you said congrats to these players I'll show them again like you know like congrats to these I'm guys I'm super happy for Jay though Jay Crowder I'm definitely listen super happy for Jay Crowder like, and you know what your dad going right I am extraordinarily superly happy for Jay Crowder daddy. like I'm so glad and you know what he's never changed his game no. that's the one thing i love about this dude whoever took on this kid when he went to utah now he's with phoenix like whoever took him on he always remained jay crowder his yep. three-point shot has gotten better thanks to boston yep. that's where he learned how to shoot the threes yep. okay where he learned how to defend <laughs> and i think where he learned how to be the defender that he is today and he is a thorn uh real quick you got bucks or sons sons after watching last night's game, who you got? You better not say Bucks. <laughs> I I really thought that this was the year for the Bucks. I'm gonna say this: if the Bucks don't win, if they game don't two. win, <laughs> this is a wrap. Because like, so, they're so evenly matched, though. Like, did you see? Like, it was just like bucket for bucket kind of thing. Um, and then of course Chris Paul being Chris Paul came out of nowhere. That's why. I'm more confident in the Suns than the Bucks just because yeah. I feel like Chris Paul can take yeah. over a game and he did. So it's like <laughs> Chris Paul was out for blood. I don't know who blood he wants or mm. whatever, but he was he was playing defense. He was hitting shots in people's faces. Yep. Uh DeAndre Ayton looked like he was a, unbelievable. A, like the best center in the NBA, which he's the best center right now in the playoffs. Yes, he is. He is. Uh, they had support. You got Nader hitting shots, more hitting shots. Like it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, they have a nicely well-rounded team. Like I know, like in the bubble, people are like, "Oh, it was just the bubble," but the Suns were looking legit in the bubble. So it did not surprise me that they came out and played like they had from the West, very confident. Very just like playing good basketball, a lot of good ball moving. Like I'm looking at it, I'm like, this will be the Celtics in October. <laughs> it's so cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Uh, you know, I'm 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 gonna go with the Bucks. Oh my but, god! But I know the Suns are gonna win it. But I, yeah. I'm gonna go with the Bucks only because the Bucks have. If they don't win it this year, it's a wrap. Yeah. Like. 
Giannis might as well say, find me a new squad and pair up with another superstar. Right. Because right. I watched him play bully ball and it was too late. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, yep. you know, when, when I mean bully ball is when Giannis takes the basketball, does 14 travels just trying to get to the basket. They never call the travel. Does he ever travel? He, they claim it's because he has a long stride, but I've caught four steps. Like, I don't care what you say. I slow stuff down and watch. This dude takes four to five steps. Like, I swear. Between that and the count on the, the free throws, I'm like, come on, y'all. Y'all got to do something. Like, I get it. He's a star, but we all see the running. Like, he might as well have luggage behind him when he's going to the to the, to the basket. Like, come on, bro. Traveling. Traveling. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous right now. And so I'm just like, um, all right, Giannis. Anyway, uh, you got the Suns. I got the Bucks. That's enough of that. Let's talk a little bit about Team USA because we do have uh, one of our one of the premier superstars. Uh, somebody tweeted today that uh, uh, Tatum and Dockage will be the best players in the NBA 2023. What are your thoughts 2023. on that? 2023. Um, they will be like the 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 I'm new the I'm new Kobe. It. LeBron-ish superstar statum, I guess. I think so, just because of their games. I think, um, I mean, like, we already knew Don, like, Luca was Luca, like, he's going to be who he is, but Jason just seems like he's just turning into this player that he just has so much in his bag and his height, and he just has so much going for him, and it's not just, like, one-sided where he's only offense, you know what I mean, minded. He's defensive-minded, too. So knowing that he's a two-way player, being able to do what he's doing at 23 now, oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Like, we already know LeBron's moving his way out. I mean, people, LeBron's going to be LeBron, but I really feel like Luka, of course, they're going to push him. But on the East, I feel like it's Jason Tatum. Like, I think the East is Jason Tatum to take over. I think he has so much potential, and I just feel like is going to open that up. I just... I think that's why I'm so hyped because, like, you can actually see where he can take him with the right coaching and the right development and being able to really pull out everything out of his game so that he can become who he should be, which is a superstar in this league, and get the respect that he deserves because, again, he's not getting it. Yeah. Look at him. That boy clean, man. Like, let, let me hey. – let me. his game is about to be, like, super clean. Yo, hey, yep. God beats – if you're still tuned in, uh, I'm trying to figure out who's watching on Twitch right now. I don't really see. Put in the chat real quick, like your thoughts on Jason Tatum. Do you like? Do you guys fear? Because you guys like other teams. Is he going to put a fear into like the league, like a LeBron James or like a Kobe Bryant? You know what I'm saying? Because there's not. You know what I think? There's not too many players no. that put that fear. No. And to other teams, Michael Jordan, yep. Larry Bird. Yeah. You know what? I don't even think Magic Johnson put fear into other teams. He was a great player. He player, was a superstar. Right. It was talking, awe. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. LeBron James definitely did, whether he choked at certain points or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, uh, and 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 Kobe Bryant. Like, yep. Look, you can say whatever you want about Kobe. You knew daggone well if he had the ball. And that's weird because as great as Damian Lillard is, yep. he doesn't it, scare me. 
No, no. Like I know people like over oh, playing Portland and we got Dame Dollar. Okay. Like I know Dame can take shots and we know he can take over the game, but it's it's this different like feeling when you see like a player like Jason Tatum when he gets the ball, you're just like, oh, he's about to just eat somebody up real quick. Cause he's just so big and so able to like drive and or he could take it that step back three or he's still got that mid-range J. Like it's just so much that he does that you don't know how he's gonna get you. Kevin Durant. He brings the fan to somebody like Kevin Durant. KD, oh my gosh, I'm like sorry. KD. Like no matter where KD is, it seems like the, the ball is gonna drop in. Like he knows his shots going, and even when he misses a shot, it looks so sweet. You're just like, just let him have it. That's just good. KD's gonna be KD. That's what I want people to start saying about Jason Tatum. Like that's just JT. You can't do nothing with it. When you got a player at that caliber, then you know that that person is like superstar. Like put the fear into you. Like. I don't want to see this dude on the court tonight. I just don't. He's going to give me a hard night. And I can't wait to see these two grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Tatum, Donkic, and like how they mm-hmm. keep going about, like how do they keep excelling? Is Donkic reaching the ceiling to where mm-hmm. Tatum has not reached the ceiling yet? Like there's yep. still parts of his game that he hasn't, yeah. he still can improve on, which means he's only going to be that much better. Hey, we got some practice footage that was kind of like edited. Let's take a look at it. I tell you who I do want on this team. Everybody Ooh. want a Bradley Bill. Everybody want get me Bam out of bio. I said the same thing. <laughs> I don't know how we can do it. I know we can't do it. I know it's almost impossible to do it. But if there is a way that yeah. Coach Doka can find a way to get this guy from Spolstra yeah. onto the Celtics, then yeah. it's a wrap. Celtics is, yeah. are winning at least three in a row. And, and yeah. if you watch that practice, right, Bam passed up two shots mm-hmm. to the give to Jason Tatum. Like that, like, I'm just saying. I'm you not. Know, it's like that basketball IQ where you know another yeah. player recognizes, like, yo, let's just let him have it, let him work, because I just want to see the man work. That's, that's basically what those passes look like. And again, having like, oh my God, if we ever got BM, it would be a wrap. It just, it just would be. That's just an amazing big three. Like, uh, you know, you got players that can do a lot of great things. BM is one of them. Um, that's why I'm super excited about watching Team USA because they have so many great players. But knowing that, like, they've been featuring Jason Tatum a lot on the IG for USA, USA Team Basketball. A lot of their commercials, a lot of their stuff that they're sending from their Twitter account, they see who Jason Tatum is. So it's like, you can't help but be excited, though. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. J- Jason Tatum is, he he's definitely the star of the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown is also a star. And yep. that's when we had the episode about the Pillars. Those are the two guys. I know a lot of people, because there's still rumors out there about Jalen Brown being traded for Bradley Beal because Jason Tatum and Bradley Beal are close. Well, so is Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, right. And also, like, why would we give up everything to try to get 
Bradley Bill now when we'll have the money to get him next year in free exactly. agency. Exactly. So if he wants to come, then you still keep Jalen, Jason, and Bradley Bill. It's like, and then you huh? free up some contracts, and then right. you sign this guy to play on your squad. Exactly. Right. I don't. Yeah. I just don't. I just think people. They're in that win now mentality, and I just I, a lot of times I think with a lot of Celtics fans, they don't understand the whole point of development. So because we know we have two great players, they automatically expect us to always be in the championship conversation, which we are. We're contenders, but again, it's who you build around them, and I think the Celtics have now realized, okay, we really have to build around these guys. Again, going back to our podcast we did last week on the pillars, like. Because Brad's moved on now, he's outside kind of looking in because he's not coaching. He realizes, no, these are our two guys. Then we have Marcus. Now we need to find the right people to go around them. They need good role players and people who are willing to play those roles. Like, we don't need another superstar right now. We have two. And it makes a problem, I feel like, when we always try to add another superstar to the mix. It doesn't always work. And sometimes, going back to that whole vets not wanting to step back, that sometimes vets don't want to step back, even though they say they can do it. It takes a lot to want to defer to two kids and want to let them kind of run a basketball team when you know your game is just as good um, or you've been doing your game a little bit longer. But again, we need a point guard that's going to kind of step back and say, look, give them the ball. I'll take my necessary shots when I need to. But this is Jalen and Jason's team. That's it. I agree. Now, the Celtics, I, I and I think there's something that they're going to add to their team. They're going to add a little bit more, uh, a little bit more energy. Because I felt like during certain times during those games we watched, man, Jason Tatum, not when he's playing all 48 minutes. I mean, what do you expect him to do? Like, you know what I mean? Right. So I think they're going to add some of these players that's going to provide this energy. And speaking of energy, we're going to give a shout out to our sponsor. We have Ray's Energy Drinks. These are zero sugar energy drinks, meaning that there's no sugar. But I tell you, they are provided with all natural sweeteners based off of plants and things like that. And so if you go to www.repsports.com, you can go ahead and if you use promo code drink breezy, you will definitely get a nice little discount on your raised energy drinks. As of right now, the there's so many different types of flavors. I do I no longer have a favorite because I've tried just about all of them. There are a couple of that I don't like, but I won't disclose that on the air. But again, <laughs> go to www.repsports.com for your raise energy drinks. And again, guys, if you're not following us on our YouTube channel, please go to youtube.com backslash Wayne Breezy. And also we need you to subscribe to us on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Now the cool thing is, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can subscribe for free. That's capital F-R-E-E, free meaning zero dollars. You just use your Amazon Prime. And I'm quite sure everybody wants their packages next day, so they have Amazon Prime. Everybody right. paying $129 a year for Amazon Prime. I remember when Amazon Prime was $79.99 a year. I do. But then it goes straight to my credit, so I never check it, right? And then I was like... What the hell is one hundred and thirty dollars? <laughs> Amazon Prime. That's how they get you, man. That's how they get you. Yes. But 
But yeah, so, you know, let's talk a little bit about, um, we've been speaking about our coach. We think our coach is going to come in and implement like this crazy defensive system. He's going to get everybody on one page, but he's definitely had some proper upbringings. I think he went through the right line of, of, of being under like great coaches. And there's one coach in particular I would like to talk about, and his name is Coach Popovich from the San Antonio Spurs. And if you want to know where Udoka got his, uh, his assistant coaching, he he started under Popovich and Popovich had a nice little video before we show it. Did you get a chance to see the video? Yes, I did. We just oh, don't talk about the video, but what are your thoughts on just Popovich? Like when he speaks, it's kind of like who's talking. Right. It's just like, cause he's been doing it so long. He's been so great at what he does. Like for him to be able to give compliments on anyone, whether it's a player or whether it's a coach, it just feels like they're getting goaded. Like, He's just putting the crown on him because it's just knowing that he sees something in you and he's able to speak to what you've done and why you've been great at what you do and how much, you know, a person, whether or not they've been with their organization or they their organization has played against them, um, what the positives are. I mean, I remember last year when he was talking about Jason and he kind of got Jason to wake up and realize, hey, you could be good defensively, too. And then. What happened when he came back to the Celtics next season? Jason Jason just started playing good. So I'm just saying, hearing words like that from Pop is an encouragement. And I think it's something that pushes players, coaches to want to be and do better because the GOAT has just just basically told you you're doing good what you do. And he's proud of you. So that was a good thing. Let's go ahead and check out Coach Popovich. Hey, you know, I couldn't be more thrilled. Uh, The guy is a stalwart. People overemphasize O's and X's in the league. All the coaches know their O's and X's. Everybody knows basketball. Uh, it's not, you know, analytical geometry or something like that. Uh, that stuff's not tough. But to understand how to get the most out of people, to develop relationships with players, uh, to make people accountable, uh, to make them want to play for you are, are really the keys. And he's got all that. He's really a gifted communicator, although with him, less is more. He's not a talker, and he's a communicator. And more than anything, he's genuine. Uh, and you know exactly what you're getting. And I'm sure that's what Brad Stevens felt uh, when he interviewed him for the first time. Shout out to CLNS Media for that footage on with the interview with Coach Popovich, man. He said one key word. And we talked about this on last week's episode, I believe. And the word was relationships. Mm-hmm. And yep. we spoke about how he's going to find ways to connect to each individual, individual, individual on their level, right? Yep. So if Marcus yep. Smart needs to be connected this way, he'll find a way to communicate. It's almost like, you, you know how the players have that um, that kind of hand celebration and everyone is different for everybody? Different for I have no idea day. how they remember all the different ones, right? Because yes. I can't even remember Miss Mary Mack. But they got, <laughs> they got oh, Miss Mary Mack, Mack, Mack. That's it. But they, they got all these crazy joints going down. And I'm just like, even Grant Williams, like yep. people, the people, the one, I just don't know why people don't like Grant Williams. I can't I don't think it's, I think it's just because he had a doubt. I, I just think Grant probably, and it's me too, because, you know, I'm not a hundred percent fan of Grant, but I realized that he does have some good parts to his game, those intangibles. And I think again, with different coaching, he probably would be able to get out what he needs to get out. So a lot of this, when we're talking about like 
where players are. I just don't think like, and I know this is about Brad. He's not, he doesn't develop rookies really well. And I'll, I'll say that because he doesn't play them a lot, first of all. But then when he plays them, he, he puts out these expectations. And I don't know if they are necessarily ready. Like some of them kind of are like, Pritchard before he got injured was injured was on fire. Nesman on the other hand took a little while to figure it out. But if you have somebody that's a good communicator and can build relationships, he'll know how to speak to Pritchard to get Pritchard to keep doing what he's doing, but also speak to Nesmith to tell him where he can do better. The same way with Grant. So that's why I love that Pop kept saying how great of a communicator he is and that he's stalwart and that it goes beyond just X's and O's because Brad was a great X's and O's coach, right? But it's that other part, that other part, that development part that I think we were missing as a team, like even not, I'm not just going to put it on Brad, but all the entire coaching staff, like that's everybody's job to want to be able to develop these players and make them better. And it takes our rookies a little while to get to where they are. And it's because I feel like they don't put as much emphasis on the rookies being able to be the best they can be, even not knowing and just having your feet, wet, just getting your first feet touched onto an NBA court that they don't really put that much time and emphasis. And I'm hoping Ime will change that. You spoke like a true GM. That's what you are. I'm gonna start calling you the GM, <laughs> the Queen GM. Man, that was on point. And so, yeah. since we're talking about the children of the future, you spoke a little bit about Grant Waves. Let's start with the players that the Celtics have. You know, obviously, we'll go from last year and then we'll work our way back a few years. Let's go with Aaron Neesmith, right? And so, Aaron Neesmith. Uh, is the small forward for the Boston Celtics. Uh, again, he was a rookie, and he didn't get much playing time. And like you said, when they did put him in the game, they expected him to be able to hit threes, get to the basket, do a lot of things when he was still trying to learn sets and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. So what are your thoughts on Smith? I do have his stats right here. He played 46 games, 14 and a half minutes average per game. He uh, was averaging about 4.7, so almost five points a game. Yep. Uh, he shot 43.8%. He had almost three rebounds a game and a half assist a game. So yep. um, what are you looking for Aaron e. Smith come um, his sophomore season? Because usually sophomore, they go through a sophomore slump. Yeah, usually, usually. So I'm kind of expecting a sophomore slump, but even that I'm expecting him to have a stronger... I think Aaron Niesmith is probably going to be our 3 and D person because if you see how he plays defense, he kind of... He freaks me out because he risks his body a lot. <laughs> so he's like a younger, faster, Marcus Smart, willing to go blocks, basket blocking, rim protection, um, also doing his d- defensive schemes and making shots when he needs to. So I'm expecting his three-point shot to improve. Um, and I'm definitely expecting more on his defensive end, which is, I feel like... That was one of his shining spots in a lot of those games that were close. When we needed some energy, Nisman would come off and he would, you know, he would pop off a shot when he needed to. But then that defense was one of those pieces where he'd come out of nowhere blocking a shot or coming out of nowhere trying to do a steal. I think it's that kind of energy that we need coming off the bench. So that's what I'm looking for him, even with the slump. I, I don't think his slump will be as bad, though. I'm hoping it won't. I need him to run to the corners and hit threes. Mm-hmm. That's, That's it. what you want? Corner That's it. Three? That's it. Yep. Cor- corner three. Same thing they do with Grant Williams. I would love to see yep. Smith do that. I would love yep. to see him take the ball at the top, move the mm-hmm. ball around, rotate, get to the corners. They're not going to defend him because they're yep. just not going to think he's going to take the shot. Once he starts yes. knocking down some of those shots, they're going to start rotating out there Damn. on that th- the, them corners. Then he'll be able to get one-on-ones. And guess what he can do on a one-on-one? 
Yep. Dribble, dribble, pass the guy, bang on their forehead. Like, yep. if he lets his game develop like that, because yep. he came in as, like, uh, a top three-point shooter coming That's out good. of college. Yep. Yep. And so yep. I just think a lot of that comes with getting the shots. A lot of that comes with confidence. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Shout out to the new people that are watching. We truly appreciate it. We got some YouTubers out there watching. We are streaming live on YouTube, and then we still streaming live on Twitch. So shout out to everybody that's tuned in. Thank you. And so I do feel like Aaron e. Smith will not have that softball slump only yeah. because his role should be exactly what we said it should be. He's going to need to develop those corner three-point shots yeah. and stuff like that. Now, let's go to the next rookie, all right? So, Peyton Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard, um, here was his stats. He played 66 games. He averaged about 19 minutes a game. He was almost getting eight points a game, 44 um, point, uh, 44 percentage field goal percentage. He was getting about two and a half rebounds a game and almost had two assists a game. Right. And so I me personally, before you go ahead and break uh, Peyton Pritchard down, I would love to see his assists go up. Oh, my God. Um, the same mindset. <laughs> I'm not I'm not looking forward to him having a lot of points, mm-hmm. um, but I do think he can score if need be. And yep. if I need if I wanted Peyton Pritchard to develop one thing, it would be that deep range three point shot. Yep. And, and, and the reason why he needs that shot is because. He's small and tiny. And yes, he can get to the rim. Yes, he's a little bit more stockier than Kimba Walker was. But I don't want to see him go through the same things that Kimba Walker ended up going through because they're like the same size. And so he could develop a deep three. He has a deep range three. Once that gets more developed, this kid will be weird to defend. Like, good luck. What are your thoughts on Peyton Pritchard? I agree with you. I want him to pick up his assist. I also want him to improve when he's driving to the basket not dribbling so much because I noticed like when he got to driving he would dribble way too much in the paint when there were open guys and I get like again this is again pulling up his assist but like I, I get you trying to get there but when you're driving in look for the open shooter so we can get a shot and then if you get the ball back great if you can make the layup great but don't dribble so much because I think it wastes time on the clock and then it ends up by the time you pass it someone's ended up having to take a bad shot so I definitely want him to get his assist up because I really, again, want our point guards to be more pass force point guards so that our shooters can shoot. Because I think that's one of our biggest issues. We don't have shooters. And the reason why we don't have shooters is because our point guards are also trying to shoot instead of finding those open people so that they can get that confidence to start taking those shots. So if Aaron Nesmith and Neesmith Neesmith and Pritchard are coming off the bench, I want Pritchard to be feeding Neesmith if he's going to be taking those corner threes. And then, like you said, that deep shot, get it when we need it. But most cases, get the other players involved so that they're not just standing around and not feeling confident enough when it's their time to take that shot. Yeah, and that makes me feel like even though he's labeled as a point guard, he's still that scoring first type of a point guard because he's so yeah. used to shooting. He's another person that came out of college that was just on fire with the three-point mm-hmm. shot. He's able to hit it just about anywhere on the court. And so, I'm like, I do like his dribble drive penetration, though. I do like yeah. that. I like the fact that he's able to get up under the rim, keep the dribble going. Guys just got to get into their spots. I believe he will find it. But... He's definitely a bright side for the Celtics yeah. future, and I can definitely see him with the with Tatum and Tatum and the Brown, the pillars yeah. of this team going forward. All right, yeah. let's go back to 2019. All right, Yay. Romeo Langford was the first round pick 
uh, that year. Um, what, what are your thoughts on Romeo Langford? Again, it's all about health. If we can get Romeo to stay healthy going into the season, I think Romeo has great defense. He's long. He's got that good length, right? And then he was starting to kind of develop a shot. And he's also good at driving to the basket, which I really like. He kind of takes it and he feels confident. Looks like he's comfortable going in for those drives. But again, it's all about health for him. Um, it looks like they fixed his shot. Because I know somebody had mentioned before that he had like an awkward shooting motion. Mm. And they kind of corrected it from when he had the surgery, it looks like. So his shooting motion is looking much better. But again, it's really, really getting him confident enough staying healthy to be able to be that guy that can not st- I don't really want him standing in the corner taking threes I want him actually to drive too because he's a big guy I want him to learn how to use that body and get into the paint as well because we don't have enough people that's driving to the basket and I think with his height and body size as he begins to develop more muscles he would be a good person to to really use his body to get to the basket I agree 100% and just look at this look at his numbers right yep. so in, in 2019 now his his numbers I would say his games play went down only because he was injured in yep. 2020 more. He was still injured in 2019 too, but he was more yep. injured in 20, 2020. 20. But yep. uh, his minutes did go up, so they did let him play. So this is Brad allowing guys to kind of develop, yep. right? When when Langford was healthy, did it showed that Brad Stevens had more faith in Romeo Langford and his ability to score. Because even though I think he's what, 6'4", 6'5", yeah. Something like, like that, yeah. He just looked taller. Like he just just looked, looked longer, longer. And slinky. He's got a he's got a long wingspan though too. He's got he's got a nice length wingspan. So get him to get comfortable using it. You know what I mean? Like really get comfortable with your body shape and that you're a big guy. Like use your body to not only defend but also get to the basket. Like mm-hmm. that's what we really need our guys to start doing. Like I just feel like we have so many people that want to be a perimeter shooter. Like no. Let's get those players that actually can get aggressive and get to the paint when we need it. Right. Um, let our big guys box out and let them do their work. You know what I mean? Like, we need to be getting more fouls. Like, I know we complain about the officiating, but we're not some of the playing that style like, of basketball. Yes, we're not. Like, some of the players will, like Jason and Jalen will, but we need more of our players to do it. Like, again, just skipping to Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is a great finisher at the basket, but I don't see him do it a lot. Like, he's always on the three point line. Like, nah. Let's get used to coming into that paint and start dominating the paint. And then those three-point shots will start to open up because everybody's starting to feel confidence because they're seeing them go in. I like that. I like that. Now, Romeo Langford did show upside toward the end of the season because in the last game, in the last playoff game, mm-hmm. he, he kind of went to work. I know we yeah. lost, but we didn't lose badly. No. And Romeo Langford was kind of having his way. Yeah. Um and and uh what did he have like 17 points I believe something He's, like yeah. yeah he scored he was doing I was like this kid got like it he got was you finishing excited. around the rim yes yeah. and you're like look if we could just get him to stay healthy bring this into the new season like he's going to be another one of those rookies that maybe he just needed that extra year I mean obviously he was not 100% healthy but he got enough time that he's really starting to feel that confidence and if he could just keep moving with that and going into the season, coming off the bench, absolutely going to be fantastic. Spot like we have a bench. On spot you know on, I mean? like it's there. It's just not full. It's not developed. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. But the pieces are there. This is why I think Udoka was like, I like these first round picks. Yes, because he knows. Like he, it's weird. Like you said, he specifically said, I like these first round picks. That means he's been watching them. 
And if he's a coach that's a developing coach, he knows what Romeo Langford needs to be able to get confidence in his game. He knows what Aaron Neesmith needs. He knows what Peyton needs. Like, I feel like he's going to really, like, bring that to this team. And they need it because I think we've been so hard on our bench when you're like, wait, but look at how Neesmith plays when he really gets into his rhythm and he's playing really well. Like, why isn't Brad playing him more? Or why is it Pritchett playing more? Or let's put Langford out in certain situations. Um, and I think people just, our bench is better than what we think it is. I really do. I just think it's there. We just have to pull it out of these players. Speaking of bench, here we go. Oh, Lord. (laughs) 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 This one's for you, okay? This one's for me. Oh, look, you got to check, you got to check out, you got to check out what Raquel put. Look. (laughs) Raquel. I ain't gonna, we ain't going to say that, sweetie. Zip, zippity doo zippity yay! But thank you. We just glad to see you. We glad to see you. <laughs> you ain't never lied. Oh so, man. Let's see, Grant. Um, I liked Grant's game from his freshman year, mm-hmm. and I think he just—he's one of those players who had a slump. And I think he—I right. think it was more that he couldn't figure out where he belonged. You know okay. what I mean? Like, no, it, I do. You know what 100%. I mean? Like, I just like he at, he was getting played everywhere because they were just putting him everywhere. But I really feel good at him at the five, right? A small five. He um, he looked confused. Let's yeah, just let's right? call it like it is. He didn't know where to be on the floor, certain uh, places. But when he played small ball five, he, he was, was dominant. Very, right. And so very. this is why I think he's an asset more than not an asset mm-hmm. because you can run a different unit with Grant Williams on the floor. He's a good playmaker. Listen, yep. look at this. Grant Williams, you we're saying he had a slump. Now, I know he, he went up. <laughs> I, but he he didn't go up in points, but or or field goal percentage, um, or his rebounds. Like like he did go slightly down, but it wasn't slump down. Yeah. Like you get what I mean? Like it wasn't like he went from uh he went up in minutes played, right? He went down in game, he went up in minutes, he went down in games played, he went down in he went up in points. Yeah, he went, he up, went in up, up in field goal field percentage, goal. And he, he went, went up in rebounds. And he didn't go up in assists. That's it. Right. And so he didn't really have a slump, but I test. Yeah, that, he, he that's looked it. lost. He looked yeah. lost. Like, some of the games, I'm like, why is Grant in this game right now? You saw my Twitter feed. Losing my mind. I know all my followers are like, she can't stand Grant. <laughs> this is it, North Ganny. Yes. We got a bench. It's just not developed. The That's question, North Ganny, is do we have the patience and the time to allow the bench to develop? Or do we need to add key bench pieces now? And that's the question. Because, like, you can't sit there and have... All right. Brad Stevens struggled with the bench because the players just weren't up to par yet. Let's just call it like it is. Keish, this is probably why he couldn't call certain timeouts. Now that I'm looking back at it in hindsight... Does it make sense? It's probably why he was just like, dang, I got I gotta let these guys just kind of like they gotta Figure get through it, out. man. Cause I gotta yeah. give Tatum his rest so Brown could come back in. We know Kimba's not on point all the time. Like I gotta, you know what I'm saying? I'm missing key pieces. So yep. I'm I'm gonna take some of the pressure off of Brad. But yep. then Danny Ainge didn't really do a good job in um, drafting. Right. So now 
when we're talking about bringing back key pieces or bringing in key pieces, we still have players on that bench who I don't feel like oh, yes. are the fit. I'm not even. I know not even I'm in my railroaded. I, I, listen. Carson Carson Edwards, man, you can you can go take a train to North Dakota somewhere. <laughs> uh, give me some more pieces. I don't think what you call it. I know you guys like the green cornet, but I don't think he'll be back. I don't um, think Cornet's gonna be back. Shimmy, I think may oh my have gosh. played. I think Shimmy might have played in last. <laughs> ten followers on Twitter will be minus. I am from so Queen sorry, Amber everybody, Evans but account. I think Shimmy's gonna have to go because well, he's a free agent. And so, is he? Oh, yeah, so oh. he won't be signed. Like, like he he won't I, be signed. Yeah, like I know Shimmy's a good locker room presence, and he does offer some defense, but he just hasn't panned out to that three and D player that we need. Well, and this is why you don't need Shimmy. No, no, because exactly that's exa- you're right. Actually, because even at the four, he can rotate. Yeah, I think he will be better. I think yeah. under Coach Udoka, he's going to be better defensively. Can we? Can we yeah. Agree to that? Yeah, I mean, like, can we give Grant like a? I don't want to call him a Draymond Green type player, but someone where I get it though. You know what I mean? Like that small. He like I'm not expecting a lot from him offensively. Just defend and just clean up, clean up, clean. Be be a good rebounder. He's has to, he has to get the mentality to say I'm not this size, but I can yep. play this size. Yes. Right? Um, and if he does that, you know what I love about Grant Williams? Mm-hmm. His confidence to shoot. Me too. <laughs> and when he misses, he, he's, he's going to try it again. <laughs> and then when he makes it, he mean months like he did the best thing ever. <laughs> That's why I love this kid, man. I don't know why I love Grant Williams, yo. I just he's love right, him. Man. My girl Carrie's going to crack up because she knows like Grant Williams. Every time I'm like, oh, Grant was around somewhere else. Maybe they're going to ship it <laughs> I love Grant Williams, though. I do not. But we think could use him. We there. could use him. And he's not costing <laughs> much. And no. it's just like, so here's the other guy that's not costing a lot. Right. right? So this is, but these are the pieces that I really think are right. the children of the future for the yep. Boston Celtics. Okay. I mean, look at this kid. Like, he, oh my God. And he actually played more games this year. Like, that's oh, what's cool. I ain't even peeped you that. You see that? So it didn't play more games. Look, I test. It didn't look like it. It looked like no. he played every other six games. Right, and he <laughs> he played like his his points per game are up. His field goal percentage it went down a little bit. His rebounds are way up, and then his assists. Like Robert Williams again, he's another person. If he could just stay healthy, I don't know who they have on the medical staff, but please focus on Rob staying healthy. When Rob was our center, starting center, we played so much better because he's an underrated passer. Mm-hmm. Not only does he, like, he's a rim protector, underrated passer. Now you have a Robert Williams. You put Al next to Rob Williams. Come on now. Come on now. That's the kind of play that I'm talking about. Because then you definitely have that person speaking to Rob, keeping him at the rim protection, but also they both can pass. And it's something that opens up again for Marcus, if he's going to be the starting point for Jalen, for Jason, like you have all of those pieces. That's a great starting five. It's just keeping him healthy. Yeah, um, but like you said, I mean, he's, he, Look at he it. went up. He he uh, rookie season he played thirty two. His sophomore season he played four less games, and then I ain't doing the math, but he went up at least like <laughs> at least fifteen more games. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Something no. like that. 13, yeah. 13. 13. Something yeah. Like that. 13, 
But he but that's, a, that's a lot. But Rob's got to give you 70 games. Yeah, at least. I, I would him. be okay even if they like. I need 70 games yeah, from a person like, that's under 25, 25 years old. Right. And yeah. like I said, even if they did like they did Kimba, where we're going to rest him so that he's playoff ready. Make sure he's playoff ready so that we can get him through the playoffs. Our game would be different if we had a healthy Rob Williams during the playoffs. Like, it's just so many things that we miss when you can't keep a good center healthy. It's frustrating. It's like watching Joel Embiid. Like, I hate talking about the Sixers, but Joel Embiid is a great center. But he's like, when he gets hurt, it's like... The it's whole detri- thing is detrimental to the team. Yes, yes. And, and that's weird, though, that you're saying that because for the Celtics, Jason Tatum is the pillar, mm-hmm. but he just can't do it all. No. He did, not, not, not in a playoff series no. because you'll get him to get him. He'll get you one game, which he did against Brooklyn. He beat Brooklyn right. by himself, him and, him and uh, Tristan Thompson pretty much. Yep. And then it was just like, yeah. And then in the next game, he still scored like 40-something points. It just wasn't but he enough. Still need enough, right? Because you need yeah. help from your you need help from the other players. Yeah. Like again, Jace, if Jalen Brown played, even with Kimba not being there, we were giving Brooklyn a series. It just was gonna happen because we our team is good, our bench is good, although undeveloped. There's there's pieces there. And it was enough because Brooklyn didn't really, I mean, other than Big Daddy Jeff Green, you got to give him his props. Um, When Jeff Green wasn't playing, the bench for Brooklyn wasn't that much of a threat, right? So if we had a developed bench, if we had a healthy Rob, if we had a healthy Jalen, I don't think we would have been booted out as quickly as we were. I just don't. I just think it's health for us and it's really health and development. All right, North Gany says, you guys think we give Carson Edwards one more year? I could see him being like an Etuan Moore. This is the, Zach, this is the guy, at number 55 from that picture yep. we were talking about yep. for another yep. team off the bench in a couple of years. North yep. Gany, I tell you what, uh, right. I'm going to let the queen take a shot at this question. I'll answer after her. Do you think we give him one more year? I don't think we do ship him. I just think it's a waste of a roster spot. I'd rather have a vet in there that could probably give us more production than Carson because Carson even still looks lost when he's out there. He fouls too easily. He just, like, I I just don't think he's gotten confidence in his shot. So he needs to be on a team that's not a contender so he can really be able to get more time to play. And if possibly we had a summer league last year, it might have been different um, where he may have had that rep and been able to play more games and got his confidence up. But he needs to be on a team that um, definitely – will allow him to be able to play more off the bench because it's not going to happen with the Celtics. It's just wasting his talent if it's there. You know what I mean? So I would be fine with him being, thank you, Raquel. No, no more. I think Smurfwater put put something up the other day, and I was like, listen, if they're not 6'4", 6'5", we ain't beating that day. And it stinks because Tremont Waters is a good, like he's a good point guard, but I just think he's too small. Hey, Island Girl 9171, what's going on? All is well. Thank you for tuning in. Stick yeah. around. Stick around. We, we only Stick got around. a few minutes to go. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I with... think, like, like Trey is good. I would, I mean, he's a good pass for a point guard, but he's just too small. Yeah, so man. Just... He's another person. Uh, you forgot Tremont? <laughs> yeah. 
But but he's on a what? He was on a a, a two way contract. I think he's I, on the I, I don't see Tremont and Taco back on the scene. You know what? I next next Taco. week's episode we're gonna do is gonna be called the Untouchables, and we're gonna go like off, that. and we're gonna go and we're gonna talk about the players that are untouchable via trades because there's rumors going around, right? And so we're gonna talk yeah. about the untouchable players. So let's let's do that yeah. for next week. Uh, but but <laughs> oh, Peachy's been in meetings all day. Don't talk to me <laughs> about me. Just the one thing I hate about teaching. Are the meetings. Right, right. I don't need a meeting for you to tell me how to work with my kids. I, yeah. I let, let me just figure them out. Trial and error. That's all I, I don't need. know how many people get that same. This could have been an email meeting. Like you're saying it is like, bro, email. We're gonna email this conversation. It's no need for us to have a meeting for this. I don't get it. I don't get it when at one percent, you know. That's just me. I mean, ever since COVID and we could meet via online, let's just continue to rock that day. Right. We already got to go into work. Let's just meet online. I don't need to see y'all at the meeting if I'm seeing y'all at work. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. But um snacks. Right. Right. Now, if you want to have some pizza, some pizza bites, or something at the meeting, we'll be there. Yo, my my principal is the best, right? And so she um she knows that I have like this ADHD type of thing, whatever. So whenever I'm at a meeting, I'm like on my phone. <laughs> like I'm doing something, but I'm paying attention, right? right? But I have to keep my hands moving or something like that. And I was trying yep. to tell us like, listen, you know, my pastor gets it. It's like, if I'm not playing on the organ, then something yep. has to be in my hands. It doesn't mean I'm not, I'm, mm-hmm, yep. I yep. can give you the whole back though. My son's like that, my son Nick. Just, he like he doesn't seem like he's paying attention, but then I ask, okay, what did what, what were we just talking about? He gives the whole breakdown. It's like, oh, you were listening. <laughs> I, I got it. Everybody listens and learns differently. That's what's yes. wrong with the world. We're all different yes. types of learners, right? Yes. And so, yes. as much as we teach our teachers to be to scaffold lessons and differentiate lessons for different types of learners, well. A principal does meetings differentiated from Mr. Wayne Breezy. I tell you right now, like she makes sure that there's some type of like interaction going on now. Yeah. (laughs) Wayne, get up to 25 jump jacks. Okay. (laughs) I'm listening. Yeah. Like, but yeah, like we have those type of players as well. And so to answer North Guinea's question, I think Carson Edwards Edwards remains on the team. Here's why, though. Why? It's a money thing. And so He's only costing the Celtics like one point something million dollars. So it doesn't really hurt to move him. If you do move him, you're going to probably pay that against the cap, whatever the cap hit is. And now you're adding another player that you're going to have to pay more money to. And we know we don't know the Celtics cap number like in stone yet. And so since we don't know the Celtics cap number, it's kind of hard to say which players, blah, 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 blah. So I think he'll be back. This is why I don't think Time Lord gets traded either. Uh, He's only three million something dollars for the year. But I do think and he's going to be offering an extension only yep. if he can show that he can play a minimum of 70 games. I agree. He's got, I think, 70. And that, that's to me, is the minimum. I think, again, right health. And I, I would like 75. Because <laughs> it's just like I feel like we need How him many as games much are they? as possible. 82? I, it's 82. So can you right. at least I, give me... I, Give, yeah, him, give me 70. That 70, 70 is good. He gets 70. 12 games a year off. He gets rest, yeah. Right. 12 games he's to what? get his... He's what, 20? 24? Yeah, he's not old, man. These he's older than Tatum. Yeah, yeah. So give me, give me, give me that. I'll take 70. Then you can rest 12. 
Um, oh, you have to elaborate on this. We're live uh-oh. on the air. What, Hold what, up. What Woj do? Hold on. Let me put my phone what, out. What, what did Woj do? Mm-hmm. Oh, ESPN about to explode. Oh, no. Not Woj. Oh, not Woj. No. Isn't this the second time Woj done did something? Yeah, didn't he? He got in he trouble. He got suspended, remember? Because he swore at that guy. I don't know what he did. I, I don't see yeah. it trending yet, so I'm waiting uh, for it. Here you it found is. it? Yeah. All right, what did he do? Somebody named Clay Clay Travis is saying that Woj is racist, too. Oh, Lord. No, not Woj. Uh-oh. I got to find. I need more. I need more of this. You know what, guys? If you're going to be racist, just be racist. I respect right. a racist person when they're just racist. I don't respect them when they be hiding the joint and then they do the right. stuff behind the camera and then all of a sudden somebody was videotaping it, Rachel Nichols, and then all of a sudden it comes mm. to fruition and then now it's like, dag. Like, you know, right. if you're going to be, be who you are, just be real. Like, right. like it's easy. And I- Right. And it's just like, again, it goes back to that conversation about people who are allies. Like, it just frustrates you because it's like, okay, ESPN. He's taking our ideas. He's taking ideas and putting his name on it. That's what it was on the Dan Liptar show or whatever that is. That's what he's talking about. Well, guys, it is what it is. It's not it is what it is. It's not right. Um, but it is, you know, it's something that is going to have to be addressed. I think, I think the whole media industry needs a facelift like it needs yep. reworking rebrand yes. like you know it just needs to be redone they need to add yep. people like uh wayne breezy queen lamb bright crystal Peach. Yes. like we like you know we need to be it added because you know what we're, we're doing this because out of passion number one and number two like we just really love what we're doing like you know what yep. i mean and so we're not sitting here trying to throw this person under the bus take this person's idea blah 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 all that good stuff you know, yep. um, and it's kind of cool. Like last night, being able to see um, Maria Taylor and then Malika Adams. Yes, Andrew, seeing that it was just like yes, Queen. It's just like oh, you get to see a different face to the franchises. Like we oh, we're gonna talk about him. We do. Yeah, we're gonna we end, we're gonna end our show on yeah. That's perfect. Sorry, we um, got the we get these sidebars because we're live. Sorry. So sometimes our our chat pops you in with these live things, things going on. So yam is coming yeah. up. Yam, oh yam, yeah, we right. about to get it in. Uh, matter of fact, we're gonna end the show on yam. So I like that. Um, so they did get into it a few years ago. Him and Shams, they got into it a few years ago. Right. I remember what was just Shams getting into it a few years ago. Speaking of yam, I have some highlights of yam. Right, and I want I'm gonna we're gonna take a look at him. And um, if you guys don't know who Yam Adore is, Madar, uh, let's see. The Celtics drafted him in 2020. He's, he was stashed. This is by Guy Boston Sports. During um, He's going to be playing on the NBA in the NBA Summer League this year, starting in August, which is good. Uh, but if you want to know what was going on with Yam, he was drafted by the Celtics, and then he signed to play, you know, internationally. Now, for Israel. Now, here's the thing. There's a lawsuit going on out there, and he wants out of his contract. Per Israeli sports news outlet, Sports 5's Omri uh, Manheim, Madar has filed a lawsuit asking for arbitration regarding his release from playing for his current team in the Premier League. All right, at the end of the current season. So he wants out. His team is demanding $700,000 for his release. Despite the terms of his current deal allegedly allowing him to leave free and clear at the end of the season. 
All right. Now, did the Celtics find a way to pay this money? Because he is cleared to play in the summer league. That stands to be, you know, determined um, as we come along. But the Celtics do have a talented guy. I will say that. You've been looking at his highlights because I totally missed it. Listen. (laughs) It's been a long weekend. (laughs) I know when they drafted him, he was underdeveloped. And he needed work on his three-point shot. But let's take a couple of look at some of these clips. Watch this. I mean, he's dribbling, 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 turn around, spinning. That's a Kyrie right. move right there. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, oh, I saw it. I, I, I saw it. This is a point guard. This is probably why they're not looking. Now I got to get his size and stats because I know he's under six. He's about no, six. he's not. Now, did you see the finish with the left hand? Now, watch this. Watch this. Yeah, I'm saying. We, we, we need guys that could get to the basket, that can finish. And so, I got about four more for you. Check it out. Yeah, man. Again, on the ISO penetration, he's dribbling, he's dribbling. He's sizing his person up. He sees he has the bigger guy. This is when I'm okay with ISO, Keish. This is when I'm okay with it. Okay with ISO. <laughs> Let me explain when I'm okay. When there's a mismatch. Yeah. When you have a power forward or a center, I expect the point guard to get the to get to buy him. To get yes. the by him. Get the by him. Any means necessary. <laughs> Try not to say no bad words because we monetize now. Right. Get the by him and get to the basket. That's yes. what they should be doing. That's okay? what they should be doing. That's what and they should be doing. That's how tall he is. That's exactly what they should be doing. He's listed at 6'3". Thank you, Raquel. He's there listed at 6'3". Uh, Shimri, we're watching some of these highlights from this game right now. Uh, 49ers Chanel. Go Lakers. Speaking of Lakers, <laughs> speaking of Lakers, I hit. I sent PG this, this tweet yesterday. She got pissed. But Why? did you see the fake tweet of Kimball Walker possibly being traded? Uh, not traded. But yeah, from OKC yeah, to the Lakers. Lakers. You saw that, right? Yeah, I, I did. Like, mm-hmm. Now, uh, now watch, watch it happen, too. Just because it'll happen, and then he'll come and cook us every single time. Every single time, <laughs> he he'll play back to backs. To be he'll nothing be wrong healthy. with his knees. <laughs> it's just like, gosh darn it! It Look, happens every if, time. If Kimber Walker is signed to the Lakers and he cooks the Celtics, then that means that the issue is Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I'm gonna say it right there. <laughs> Don't nobody want to play with them dudes because they're that good. I they're think that's that good, what it is. Right. It's just they're that good. I think I think that's what it is when it comes down to it. What's going on, fam? Thank you so much for tuning in, man. And go yeah. Celtics, too, by the way. All right, we got a <laughs> we got a couple of more highlights. Watch this one. Now, did you see the ball movement by mm-hmm. Team Israel, Israeli, right? And then he was waiting where? In the corner. In the corner. Mm. He's just waiting there. They left him wide open. Yeah. Um, and so the corner three needs to be a shot that's in every NBA player's arsenal, right? It I needs agree. to be in there. I it agree. definitely does. Um, but this kid's listed at six three, so he looks shorter, but he's taller. He's an inch shorter than Marcus Smart. Yeah, right. I always go with the. I, I know they look shorter, but I also look at wingspan sometimes yes. with their length. Yeah. So they may be like height wise shorter, but their arms might be long enough to do what they have to do. 
So he looks like he's pretty good at dribble penetration and get into the basket, which is something again that we've been talking about. Like I want more domination in the paint, but especially for my point guards, like I know you guys love shooting threes, but start driving, like make the bigs work, do some, make them and get some other people open. Like don't always go for that three pointer. I know it's a beautiful shot and everybody wants it, but the paint work is good too. We're finding out that the mid range game hasn't died yet. Hmm. Oh, and that's what he has. So he has a deadly mid-range game. Matter of fact, these European players, these players that's coming from, that's one thing that they can do really well, hit the mid-range. Mm-hmm. Yep. But this kid might be able to come and be the next Mano Ginobili. I don't know. Like, like here's one more highlight. Just knowing where to be on the floor on an inbounds pass. Why they're not defending him, I don't know. Will defenses be that strong? Dumb in the NBA? Probably not. Probably not. But he just knows kind of like where to be. You can't teach IQ. You either have it or you don't. So Yam Mader or Yam Madar, like that's how you say it, Madar. Yam Madar. I think he is, if he can have a good summer league, this is a guy that might get one of those contracts like Trey Waters or Taco Fall for the Celtics. And so. I see him. Um, would you be sad to see Taco go? Nope. Me neither. We're I mean, his followers, but <laughs> no, no, no. I, so, so don't get it twisted. When Taco was drafted, when Taco before Taco got drafted, I thought Taco was going to be not a problem, but just his size was going to cause some type of intimidation mm-hmm. in the league, and it and it and it does. Yeah. People can't really finish around the rim on him. Yeah. Uh, but his size also has its limitations, right? And he's not able to do certain things, and so. He is like you said I think you mentioned Carson Edwards Going to a team That's going to allow him To develop He just needs yeah. to go somewhere That's going to play him yeah. And he's not playing yeah. You know He's not playing He's not getting He's gotten a little bit better From the okay. like, like first season When he played With those couple of games But he's still a little slow So I think You know Again like you said Going to a different team Probably that would want to Take the chance And let him really get out there From their bench he would probably develop and we'll probably be saying, why the heck did we tear? Why the heck did we trade Taco a couple of years from now? But right now, um, I don't think it's a player that we need right now, per se. Yeah. I don't see Taco Fall making the team in no. 2021, you know, towards the 2022 season. I just don't see him making the team. I think they're going to have to find ways to fill the roster spots with other players. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Celtics need scoring. Uh, yep. Taco is not going to be able to give you much scoring. He's like a third or fourth center in rotation. Yep. Uh, uh, Cornette got traded to the team and he had more minutes than Taco Fall. So that right there should just let you know that he's not in the plans. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was good. He had a good run with Boston. You know, he had a good yeah. run. You know and we love him. They love him. Yeah, absolutely, man. Every 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 Tuesday is still going to be a Taco Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He'll uh, probably get a tri- tribute video. <laughs> I, I I do, I do. What's going on, man? Like, how you doing hey. out there? Like, I know you like your Lakers, and and when you're on here, we'll support you, um, and your Lakers for sure. Uh, except for when we're playing. All right, yes. when we're playing, there will be no Laker love. I'm just going to keep like that. Uh, Zero Laker love. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> So Yam Yam Madar it mm. has the potential to be a good asset going yep. forward for the Boston Celtics. I think he's a hidden gem. A lot of people are talking about him being a hidden gem. Uh, but the, the fact that the Celtics own his rights, that's going to be really cool. Celtics yep. need to sign this kid to some type of a contract. That way he doesn't get away and cook the Celtics. Because 
you know, that usually is what happens. We talked about yeah. that on the show. Like, it's just every, every single time. Every like, single time. Every, every Like, single we just time. want that one player that we could keep that, that we kept and said, I'm so glad we kept him. Like, Jason Tatum, now we're like, I'm so glad that we got him in the trade. Same for JB. And you just don't want to be able to send somebody who could be somebody great. And again, we're at a point where we have a new coach. And development seems to be one of the big key pieces for him. So let's just see how he develops and see where we come from. But I think what we we have what we need, maybe one more tweak with the vet player. Mm. Um, but primarily, I think we have what we need on that bench if it's developed. That sounds awesome. Next week's episode, we're going to figure it out, okay? So, for those that... All right. Now, this is what we need y'all to do that are tuned in. And to those that are going to watch this on the replay, mm. thank you. Number one, you need to be subscribed to YouTube.com backslash Wayne Breezy. Make sure that the alerts, alerts, excuse me, are set to on the bell notification because uh, we don't want you to miss the episode. All right. And yes, we are scheduled to go live on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. But Breezy has this summer schedule. It's a little bit awkward right now. Right. (laughs) Also, Twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy, where you need to follow and subscribe. So that way you cannot miss an episode and you can set your alerts there as well. Now, it's super important that you do this because next week, uh, we don't know the time yet of when we're going to go live. We're going to try to yeah. keep it at least on a Wednesday. But my yeah. show has been canceled tonight. Right. And so that means it's postponed to next Wednesday night. And yeah. so that means we're going to have to figure out a time on Wednesday where we can record. Yeah. Uh, and so the queen and I will get together and figure that out. And we'll make sure we put that on our Twitter so make sure you follow us on Twitter. You can also join my Discord where I will talk about it as well on the Discord channel. Um, if you want to talk more about Celtics, please join the Discord. All right. Yeah. If you go, it'll be in the description on YouTube. So you can go there and just click on the Discord link and then bada boom, bada bing, you're in there. Queen, it's been real. Uh, yeah. It's still probably hot outside. I want you to go out and enjoy the, you know, the, the sun as much as you can. I don't know if you're going to get thunderstorms out there in Boston, but they are yeah. on their way here to Connecticut. I think we're getting something from some type of a hurricane. I think that's what's going on. I hope it's a cool off, whatever it is, because right now it is hot in my house. <laughs> I can only imagine how hot it is outside. That's what you said, go outside. I'm like, no. I'm like, no. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm chocolate. I might melt. <laughs> I am. Sometimes I'll just go in the car because the AC in the car get me cooler quick. I don't care about gas at this moment. I just want to be cool. I just want to be cool. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm like, just going to ride with the kids. Let's just get in the car and drive for a few minutes. <laughs> cool off. <laughs> oh, I love it. Raquel says she's going to be here anytime next Wednesday so she could defend Marcus Smart. Will Marcus Smart? Oh, this is going to be okay. So, what the Queen and I are going to do for next week's episode is going to be called The Untouchables. We're giving you the inside scoop right now. If you want to participate, you can participate. You're going to need to create your list of untouchables. We'll share our list right here live on the show. I'll have my list. Queen will have her list. We are not going to communicate until next Wednesday. Obviously, if there's there's news out there, we'll make sure we present you guys with the latest in Celtics news and Celtics talk. But definitely, uh, we're going to have different lists. And I'm excited because um, I can't wait to see who she has on her list. This is the way. This is the only time we argue. Uh, And so (laughs) make sure you tune in. All right. Make sure you tune in. Um, He waits for these moments just so we can argue. (laughs) We need some argument to moments. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, I think the most heated episode that we've had was the Kimber Walker before he was traded. And I told yes. you it was going to happen. And you, like, so- you were pissed at me. You were so mad. I didn't I ain't hear talk from to you. you for 24 hours. Yo, I ain't hear from you till next Tuesday, the following Wednesday, before the show. <laughs> then you and- had a nerve to text me, told you so. I was like, no, he did. <laughs> I'm so petty. I'm the most pettiest brother of your life. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, that's what I because I just I just have that inkling, you know. I, you knew it though. I got to give you credit because I really did not think that they were going there. So now that conversation with Brad must have been like, you know, you're gone, right? <laughs> and, and here's the thing, though, I, I did not want him traded. No, no, and that's the hard part. That was knew, the hard part. Right, I knew he had to be traded. I don't yeah. want Marcus Smart to be traded either. But guess what? Oh he might God. not make my list. He might not make Save my list. it till next guys, week. <laughs> thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Sea Breeze podcast. We are the children of the future. <laughs> These people that we talked about on today's episode, I believe, will be here for a good time. Uh, Romeo Langford, Aaron Neesmith, Peyton Pritchard, Grant Williams. Yes, Grant Williams and yes, Grant Robert Williams. Williams. They are the children of the future. We truly appreciate you guys. Thank you all for tuning in to Sea Breeze. Make sure you like, follow, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Tell a friend to tell another friend to tell their friend, the cousins, uncles, sisters, family, brothers, <laughs> roommates, all that good stuff. We're trying to build our brand, guys. Season two will be starting soon because the NBA season will be kicking off shortly. Make sure you support Jason Tatum Team USA. That boy is out there. He is ready to cook. Keish said something earlier on the show. If you missed it, go back and watch it. All right. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I'm Breezy. She's the queen. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Please follow and subscribe on twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Also on YouTube, YouTube backslash Wayne Breezy. Tune in to the American dream. Throw the fist up one time for the team. 17 banners about to make it 18. Threes up, C's up, rep if you bleed green. Two J's on them. You know the game ain't the same. Play dumb, I'ma get smart on them. Man to man, two, three, a three, two zone. It really don't matter when we send that ass home. We move the ball on the court with ease. Turn your radios on the TVs, relax, kick back, tune in to see breeze. Game on the line, last shot, don't freeze. We move the ball on the court with ease. Turn your radios on the TVs, relax, kick back.